you're about to listen to a message by Pastor Ikena Okeke of the Father's Church. Please join Pastor Ikena Okeke and be blessed. Hallelujah. Amen. Okay. We are glad for this opportunity that we have once again to look into the Word of God, to fellowship electronically and um, a few of us here physically. Praise the Lord. Amen. Let's take a seat. And um, if you're watching online and you are standing, you may take your seat. Praise the Lord. Praise Jesus. Amen. We would all agree that um, we are in very, very, um, I will call it interesting, but it may be troublesome times. But because of Jesus, praise the Lord. Remember when our Lord Jesus said to the disciples, he made them get into the boat and said to them, let us go over to the other side. And that account goes on and says, as they journeyed, our Lord Jesus fell asleep in the stern of the boat at the bottom of the boat and then waves, great waves and storms started to beat on the boat and the disciples became afraid and they shouted out and went to him and woke him up and said to him, Master, Master we are perishing one of the accounts says, carest not thou that we are perishing what did Jesus say? Did Jesus jump up in panic. You know how it is when they wake you up suddenly from sleep. Did he do that? No. When he woke up from his sleep, so he was actually sleeping. When he woke up, what did he say? He first rebuked them. He said, why are you what? Of little faith. Then he turned and said to the wind, what? Peace be still. Hallelujah. What that tells us, brethren, is that Jesus was not surprised that there was a storm. He was not surprised that there were strong waves. Praise the Lord. He wasn't. The disciples were, but he wasn't. Praise the Lord. So this evening, we're going to look into the word of God. Let us see the attitude that we should have. And let us see what our Lord Jesus is also saying to us in this time. Praise the Lord. Come with me to Luke 21. I think we looked at this passage two or three, two Sundays ago, three Sundays. We are still there. Luke 21 from 25. We're going to read it down to 36. Okay. And I read. And it says, and there will be signs in the sun, in the moon, and in the stars, and on the earth, distress of nations. With perplexity, the sea and the waves roaring, men's hearts filling them from fear and the expectation of those things which are coming on the earth. For the powers of the heavens will be shaken. Then they will see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Now when these things begin to happen, look up and lift up your heads. Because your redemption draws near. What's this saying now? This is not a time to look down. 
Praise the Lord. It's not a time to look down. It says when these things begin to happen, we are to look up, lift up our heads. Why? Because our redemption is drawing near. 29, he goes on. He spoke the parable to them. Look at the fig tree and all the trees. When they are ready boarding, you see and know for yourselves that summer is now near. So you also, when you see these things happening, know that the kingdom of God is near. As surely I say to you, this generation will by no means pass away till all things take place. Okay. 33 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words will by no means pass away. Away. This is actually what I'm taking, but I'll read down for comprehension. 24 says, But take heed to yourselves, lest your hearts be weighed down with carouse and drunkenness and cares of this life, and that day come on you unexpectedly. For it will come as a snare on all those who dwell on the face of the whole earth. Watch therefore and pray always that you may be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass. And to stand before the Son of Man. Praise God. So he says, watch therefore and pray always that you may what? Be counted worthy to escape all these things that will come to pass. And to stand before the Son of Man. My prayer is that his grace will sustain us. His grace will continue to uphold us. So we will watch, we will pray, and we will stand in the name of Jesus. Okay, these are the things that are recorded here. And taking the illustration of the disciples that Jesus said, Why are you afraid? Why are you of little faith? Can we go now shaking and vibrating to Jesus? What will he say to us? He's still going to say to us, What's wrong with you? I, I told you. I told you. That's what he's going to answer to us. He said to us, the first part we read, he says, When these things begin to happen, he said, well, look up, look up, look up, lift up your heads because what? Your redemption is drawing near. Now, verse 33 says something which I want us to pick out and look at in a bit more details tonight. It says, heaven and earth will pass away. Heaven and earth will pass away. Why does the world shake? Why are people afraid? Why is there so much, you know, panic, so much like verse 25 says, Perplexity, confusion. Why are people confused? Why is there, you know, people are turning here, people are asking questions, people are wondering, people are speculating. You know, how many days, how many weeks, how many months will this last? How long? What is going to happen next? Why are all these things happening? Because heaven and earth, things that look solid all of a sudden are no longer solid. Praise the Lord. Things that were certain are no longer certain. Things that seemed immovable and unshakable, we are realizing all of a sudden that these things are moving. And that's what the scripture says. It says heaven and earth will pass away. Now, the truth is this. Nobody in this world today could have imagined where we are today. Nobody. Nobody. You know, the FBI, CIA, and all those people, they speculate and they project And they have scenarios of different things that could happen in the world. And how to protect, you know, themselves and all of that. 
We mentioned the other day that that's why all that thing to the moon and different places are being done. So that in case this happens, this is what they do. But this one now, this, you know, COVID-19, nobody, nobody imagined it would ever be so. And if anybody could have, it would have been by divine illumination. Praise God. Divine revelation. And that's where for you and I, it's humbling that such a thing of this magnitude is taking place. And we didn't know, you know, it's humbling for me, you know, and I'm sure for you because we all have the spirit of God. The only gladness I have is that I should have traveled around this time and I prayed. Many of us will remember. I said, Lord, I want to take a decision that I'll look back and know I did your will. So maybe that it, that's it for me because I might have been amongst those who have been quarantined now. Praise the Lord. The trip was canceled. But you see, only the Spirit of God could have revealed that a time will come. Every nation will say, it's only us. Whether poor or rich, praise the Lord. A time will come that, you know, men will be afraid of socializing. Even in the middle of war. Many years ago, during the America-Iraq war, I told you, I saw one of the uh, CNN reports. Their clubs were still functioning. People were swimming. Their wives were, you know, in the sun. The children were playing, all of that. But nobody would have imagined that. Where are you going to go swim? Where are you going to go and socialize? Where will any of those things? It's not happening anywhere. Because nobody knows how this thing is moving and how it's working. It's crossing barriers. It's crossing boundaries. Now, all these things are happening. Why? Because the word of God says... Everything will be shaken. Haggai 2 from 6 says, Once more is a little while, I'm going to shake the heavens and the earth. He said, I will. I'm going to shake it. Some countries, thank God we don't experience earthquakes, but some countries experience earthquakes. And when they build their buildings, there are parts of the buildings that are so solid that it will shake and remain. The shelves will fall. The things on the table will fall. A few things will fall. But there are some things they make sure, the structural of that building. They make sure it remains. God is saying something to us today. He's saying something that you and I, if you know, we had been students of the scriptures, we will not be shaken. Because the truth is this. That verse 33 says, heaven and earth will pass away, but my words. So I challenge anybody here now, and anybody watching online, is there anything in the word of God that is not true now? Praise the Lord. Is there anything in the word that is still not what he said it was? Last Sunday or so we said the sermon that was preached 20 years ago, if it's not relevant today, was not the gospel. Because Jesus Christ is the same way. Yesterday, today, and forever. So he said, I'm going to shake. Why will I shake? I'm going to shake so that we can refocus. The Lord said to me, what is trying, this is not a hard reset. But he's saying he's trying to get a reset in his world. Not the hard reset now. The hard reset is going to go deeper. This one is just a little shaking so that some apps that were, you know, malfunctioning and hanging, different things will just get back in place. And men will remember that they are men. Praise the Lord. Yes, men will remember that they are men. And know that there is, I mean, if you don't know his God, just know that. So call him whatever name you call him. But it says, it shall come to us that every knee what? shall bow and he's not bowing now praise the lord 
That is what the word of God says. So it says heaven and earth. Heaven and earth will pass away. A time will come where you have money, you can't spend the money. Where you have energy, you can't utilize the energy. You have friends, you can't visit the friends. Is it a wonder that the Bible says there is a friend that sticks closer? There is a friend that you can never be separated from. Because he's not a friend by your side. He's a friend that dwells inside of you. Praise the Lord. So when we read the word, that's why I said it's an interesting time. Because it's an, a time of experience. When we can experience truly the word of God. It's not a time to be downcast. It's not a time to be fearful. If we become fearful now, we betray the faith that we profess. Because the Bible says, the just shall live by what? By faith. We walk not by sight, but by faith. What does faith hang on? Faith hangs on the word of God. In the beginning was the word. The word was with God and the word was God. At the end will still be the word. As we journey, things will be given to us. It's a privilege to move around, to socialize, to travel, to go to work and all of that. But Jesus made us understand that life is more than all these things. Life is more. Some of us are workaholics. We never imagined that ah, four days holiday, five days holiday. Some people are, tw- some countries now are 21 days lockdown. That's maximum holiday that they've ever had from the time of their great grandfathers. But life is still there. People are living to show us that nothing, nothing, everything we see is superficial. The only solid thing is the word. The songwriter sang, wrote and sang. All other ground is what? Sinking sand. On Christ, the solid rock, I stand. You know, an interesting part of this is that, you see, if you look at it, the bigger a man you are, the more trouble you are in. Because you have to, if you really want to self-isolate, you have to do some things yourself. I was discussing with my wife, the queen now. And we're asking, who will be making food for her? Maybe queen will have to enter kitchen. If you really, because if you isolate the queen and her cook is... Is not that isolated, and then her cook interacts with somebody who interacts with somebody who interacts with somebody. What has happened? Even your bodyguard, except he's going to sleep in, in the same room with you. You see, everything is being shaken. Everything is being shaken. And for us as believers, it's a beautiful time. Why? Because we can project that thing that men did not want to hear. This world belongs to somebody. Praise the Lord. In the beginning, God created the heavens and before man came on board, man has come on board now and we are thinking we are masters. We are not masters. Praise the Lord. There is a master. We call him master of the universe. Conqueror and king. Praise the Lord. He's king of kings and lord of lords. He has pleased him to put us in charge of his earth. But if we forget, he will remind us. And that's what is happening now. Praise the Lord. He's shaking everything. You know, things are moving here and there. Hebrews 12, 26. Let's, let's read it. We'll just pick something from there. And we'll move on. Hebrews 12, 26. It says, See that you do not refuse him who speaks. For if they did not escape, who refused him who spoke on earth? Much more shall we not escape if we turn away from him who speaks from heaven. Whose voice then shook the earth, but now he has promised, saying, Yet once more I shake, not only the earth, but also heaven. 27. Now this, yet once more, indicates the removal of things that are being shaken as of things that are made. 
that the things which cannot be shaken may what? May remain. Look at 28. 28 now says, Therefore, since we are receiving a kingdom which cannot be shaken, there is something they want to commit into our hands. Things that cannot be shaken. Is it the wonder that the Bible says the kingdom of God is righteousness, peace, and what? Joy. Do you know those three things cannot be shaken? The same scripture says the kingdom of God is not in eating and drinking. Do you know that one will be affected if this thing lasts long? But it says righteousness, peace. He said this is the kingdom. And he says that's what we are receiving. It cannot be shaken. And where there is going to be a lot of distress is because a lot of people don't have the kingdom. And the Bible is saying to us that since we are receiving this kingdom that cannot be shaken. He said let us have grace by which we may serve God acceptably. What is that grace we are to have? That in this season we will become witnesses. We are not the ones, you see, you and I don't need encouragement now. We are the encouragers now. Praise the Lord. Because you see, we had the expo, or we have the expo. And then we have the Spirit of God bearing witness in our souls, in our spirits. Praise the Lord. So, so this is the time we are in. And as we go deeper, we'll begin to see the word of God, like we have already established, it's settled. It says, forever, O Lord, what? Thy word is what? Settled in heaven. Do you know another place the word can be settled? It can be settled in your heart. And that's where we want to go to. Praise God. That's where we want to get to. In John chapter 8, our Lord Jesus Christ speaking from 30. And the Bible says, he spoke to the Jews who believed in him. Okay, as he spoke this thing, many believed in him. Yes, 31. Praise God. And then he, he spoke to those who believed in him. And he said to them what? He said, if you abide in my word, you are my disciples indeed. And 32 says what? And you shall know the truth and the truth shall make you free. Let me just make a comment on this free before we go. This free is still saying free from the things that can be what? Shaken. You know what it means to lose clout? Some people will be enjoying this moment. Some people can't enjoy it. We mentioned a few Sundays ago in church about the temples of the evil man. You see, that big man now in the east that is used to moving with a crowd. Anywhere he has to go now, can he go with a crowd? He's been taken off him. He's not even going anywhere, thank you. <laughs> he can't even go. But if he were to go somewhere, which is what happens to most, you know, Nigerians, big, big men in Nigeria, when they go abroad, you see them feel, they feel like they're naked. Because they, they get out from the plane and they have to carry their suitcases. They feel something is missing. So when you see them, you see them looking around to see if there's somebody who identified them. Have you seen them before? You see them looking to see, ah, don't know me here. Praise the Lord. But you see, when you know the truth, it brings a freedom. It brings a freedom. Freedom from those things that you think you need. The child of God ought to have been in a place where there is nothing. That's why whether they even, it becomes necessary, not, not whether they say because we, we are, the Bible says the government shall be upon the shoulders, isn't it? So whatever decision the government is making now to protect people is right. If we were government, that's what we should also be doing. And that's what we should be supporting. Praise God. So if it becomes necessary that more than two can't even gather. The good news is that it hasn't stopped anybody. It hasn't stopped the kingdom. Praise the Lord. We don't need to be more than two. In fact, we don't need to be more than one. Abraham was alone. God said, come out. God didn't say, Abraham, join. 
Praise the Lord. So we have to be sensitive. Anyway, so Jesus said to these Jews, if you abide in my word, you are my what? Disciples indeed. Now notice something here. Jesus spoke in this place to Jews who had already believed in him. They believed in him. And then he said to them, if you, some translations will say, if you continue in my word, then you will now what? Know the truth. And then he says to them, and this truth you know will do what? Will set you free. What's he saying here? I'm taking this because I notice, you know, the sympathy and the concern of, you know, a few people who have scripture here. And people are pushing out scriptures for comfort and all of that. And it's good. People need to be comforted and strengthened at this time. Praise the Lord. But you see, don't comfort someone with a lie. It's like somebody being ill now and going to the hospital, you know, and they give the person, you know, placebo, give, give him chalk to take and say it's well. No, you're not helping the person. Praise the Lord. What people need to know, what we need to push out and what people need to know now is that if you believe in this God, then this is a time to abide in him. One of the most popular scriptures everywhere now is Psalm 91. And look at everywhere people are sharing Psalm 91. The only place they will tell you is that no evil shall come near your dwelling place. You will look to the left, you see a thousand, for you look to the right, one thousand. Is that what Psalm 91 is actually saying? They, they miss the gist of the story. They, you see, they are believing, but they don't know the truth, so they are not free. Because, you see, what has happened is this. Because of the backgrounds we come from, and because of the impurity and the insincerity of our hearts, everybody wants to use whatever is usable. Now, you can't cherry-pick the scriptures. It's not possible. You know why? Because the word of God is living. The Bible says, for the word of God is what? Quick and powerful. Sharper than a two-edged sword. Dividing what? Is a designer of thoughts and intents of men. And it say it divides between what? Soul and spirit. Bone and marrow. Can you, I mean, that's not what you take on the surface. Praise God. That's not, what, that's, not, that's not what you run. I was sharing with my brethren the other day. I said, even the communion we take, we take it on the surface. We take, you can't do that. It won't work. It's surfaced. Jesus said to those who believed in him. Why? Because nobody loves us like Jesus. Do you agree with that? Do you know that Pastor Kenna doesn't love you as much as Jesus? Do you know that nobody, even you don't even love yourself as much as... So Jesus could have said, now you believe in me. Oh yeah, oh yeah, oh yeah. It's alright. No, he said, now you believe in me. I'm going to tell you something. He said, if you continue... Can we see what message said? Message said, Jesus turned to the Jews who had claimed to believe in him. If you stick with this... What's the next one? Leaving out what I tell you. Brethren... This is a time for people to quit superficial Christianity. That is what people need to hear now. It's not, you see, the songs are okay when the song is connecting to the deep in you. But somebody who is on the periphery, that song will not work for him. Praise the Lord. What that person needs is faith to believe and to abide and then to what? Know and then to be free. Praise the Lord, somebody. He said, remember, Jesus said, heaven and earth will will pass away, but my words will not. Remember, he said, when you see these things happen, he said, watch. What does it mean to watch? To be extra careful. What does it mean to pray? So I'm not afraid. I'm not concerned whether this might be the last broadcast and they can even say, don't even broadcast. The thing is going through, it's going online. 
God forbid. But you see, you yourself, thank God we're in a generation where the word of God is available in every means. You have it on phone, you have it on paper, you have it everywhere. Praise the Lord. What is it a time to do? Is a time for those of us who have believed to do what? To continue, to stick, to go back and say, let me even take some time. Let me check if I'm getting it right. You see, the busyness of the times before now had made us rush through some things. This is the time. You see, it's a beautiful time. Let me tell you the truth. We pray that it will end soon in the name of Jesus. And we'll pray that the kingdom will prosper through it. That's it. In the name of Jesus. It's important to understand. You see, believe the scriptures. We are believers here. What does the Bible say in Romans 8.28? What do we know? And we know that what? How many things? All things. How many things? All things. What do they do? They work together for good. To those who what? Who love God. And are they called according to his purpose. So, social distancing. Self-isolation. Whatever it is, has no choice. Praise the Lord. It has no choice but to work together what? For the good of those of us who love God and are the called according to his purpose. So for the believer here, praise the Lord. It's a time, it says those who believed in him, what should they do? It said, stick with it. Continue with it. And what are you going to find out? You will come to know. And then when you know what happens, you become free. Praise the Lord. It's a season where you can metamorphosize by reason of engagement with truth. Praise the Lord. Where you say to yourself, I want to know you, Lord. Praise the Lord. I want to go beyond because you see now, God is just so merciful. Earlier in the year we said, it's not, it's wonderful you come to church. But coming to church hasn't really done anything for you. Or telling people you came to church. It is that you know that because when I came, something happened in me. It's the witness that you become because you came to church. You see, no soldier wins a battle because he stood at the parade. And the commander inspects. You know the commander inspects every day. And checks their ironing. Nobody wins a battle because his uh, uniform is well ironed. Is that possible? No. But they proceed from that experience to go what? To go and be, you know, submit to others' instructions on the battlefield and to win victories. So for us, it's a time that we come and take this word. Our Lord Jesus says, you know this truth and the truth will make you free. Free to function in any season. Free to be who you are without let nor hindrance. A simple testimony just to help us with what this is saying. Many years ago, many of us have heard this testimony when we were doing Deserve Nations. We came to church one morning, Sunday morning, and they had disconnected the light. The landlord says we can't use the place. Now, the reaction for many people was this man, and we had been extra nice to the man, was let us pray. And the man was actually in prison. We had prayed either. They had discharged, I think they had discharged him then. We are praying and they released the man, you know, from Abacha Ku and all of that. And then the man was released. The first thing he did was throw us out. Anger and all of that was, ah, this man, maybe we should pray so they arrest him again. <laughs> Praise God. But because we were free, the spirit of the Lord ministered. No, he's the landlord. He has thrown you out of his building. Don't fight landlords. Don't you want to be a landlord? So immediately we gathered ourselves, went to my house and held service that day. We didn't pray against him. 
Instead, I think we prayed for him. We said, Lord, see the condition we're in. We need our own place. That's how come, we, how many of us were there? We bought a property of almost five million, built it in a, a couple of days. In about two months, we were already in the building. Why? Because we were free. I want us to understand the word of God. Somebody who doesn't understand will think the immediate reaction then is to pray fire prayer against that landlord. But you see, that's a superficial understanding of the word. It says you will know the truth. And what will the truth do? The truth will set you free. What will you be free from? You'll be free from every disobedience. Praise the Lord. You see, when you're true, you know what freedom, to be free, means you only do the right thing. There is no excuse. Nothing constrains you. Nothing holds you back. That's what the understanding of the word of God, because in every situation, the Bible says he will not allow you to be tempted what? beyond what he can bear. But with every temptation, what does he do? He makes a way. Freedom is that you see the way. Freedom is that you see. Freedom is that as a believer, anywhere you are at any point in time, you will be able to bear fruit. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise Jesus. So it settles it there. It says we know that these things work together. Everything. He went and said, for whom he foreknew, Romans 8, 28, going there. He predestined, whom he predestined, he made to conform to the image of his son. This is a season where for me, my personal goal is that I will be more like Jesus through this season. However, praise the Lord, however it turns out, is a time to be more. Now, for many people, it's a lot of free time. If you don't watch yourself, like he said, you'll be overtaken with carousing. And get carried away. And before you know it, you fall back. This is a time you must put the leash on yourself. You must hold yourself. I saw a cartoon sometime. Many of us may have seen it. They drew a bulldog. It was on self-control. And the bulldog had his tail come from the back. And he was holding it with one of his hands. So the self-control was that the bulldog was what? Was pulling itself back. By itself. Praise the Lord. This time, there is going to be a lot of freedom. Praise the Lord. But you see, freedom for the believer is freedom to what? To be further conformed to the image of Christ. That's what it is. Whom he knew. So, praise God. There are so many things I want to share with us. The Lord help me. Let me mention this in passing. Do you know the last time there was a worldwide decree? Do you know what happened at that time? Luke chapter 2. It was the birth of Jesus. It says... A decree went out from Caesar Augustus that everybody should return to their home country that they may be numbered. It was in that process that our Lord Jesus was born. When things happen globally like that, something is happening spiritually. Whether it's the actual return, we don't know. But this is not a time to fall back. You see, now nobody is going to be watching who came to church or who did this or who did that. But this is the time you should go deeper. Every man must become his own priest. We mentioned Daniel. We mentioned Joseph. This is the time for you to become your Joseph. To become your Daniel. To become your Abraham. These people had no fellowships. Praise the Lord. Noah was attending a church of how many? In the whole city, how many were in the same fellowship with him? We will not occupy ourselves with We'll watch the news Praise the Lord We're in this world We'll watch the news We'll follow the things that are happening You know there's one that is happening That some of us are thinking some things Hallelujah uh-huh. Amen We were saying that God answers prayer like soup Abby. How many of us remember? Just last morning I heard the soup is being cooked So 
He knows what ingredients to put. We just want to soup. We want to make our papa give us soup. I'll be making her. So anyhow, he does it. But you see, we will not get distracted. There are things that are expected of us. Your Bible study now should be at a level of a student reading to pass an exam. Your consecration should be at a higher level. The world has said it that the idle mind is what? The devil's workshop. You can't afford to be idle if you believe the scriptures. That's why I said we can't take things and leave. Psalm 91. He that dwells in the secret place of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. In that psalm, several times you'll say, because if I want to love you, sir, I will not just tell you no plague will come near your dwelling place. I will tell you what the one who will keep you said. He said, because you have set your love upon me. If I don't tell you that I'm not loving you, it will be religion. If I just take the scripture. And is the word not true? It's true, but it's not all true. You've not continued. You have taken a bit. Jesus says, if you continue. If I gave you my pin number to go and cash some money with my ATM. And you take the first three letters. Will he give you the money? And they're correct. So you read the, You have to take it through. So divine protection. Yes. But there is a place. Praise the Lord. God said to Elijah, He said, There's a place by me. Say, I will hide you. There's a place in God. Praise the Lord. That's where there is safety. Praise the Lord. Safety is not with the pastors. No pastor can keep you. Safety is in Christ. We have been blessed with every spiritual blessing. Where? In heavenly places, around Christ. No, in Christ. That's where we are. And that in Christ is not just mentioning. It's everything. It's attitude, it's meditation, it's speech, it's conduct, it's everything. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise God. So I pray and I know that this is a time for us to conform further. You see, when this is over and we gather back, you know, as a congregation to meet, let there be powerful men and women of God all over. In the name of Jesus. I'm not afraid of people, you know, falling back. Because if you've known the truth, this is the time to harvest it. Praise the Lord. This is the time. This is the time to harvest it. What will you do with all the free time? What are you going to do? That's sit alone. What are you going to do? The life of God in you is going to be beckoning on you. It's a season. I shared it with us here. At a season in my life... When I was in between, I left my job. I knew God had called me, you know, to do some things. I didn't know what, but I left my job. I was trying different businesses. I could spend the whole day, I mean the whole day waking up moment, just reading the Bible. So in a day, I could clock in about 12 hours. Now, by the time I started doing pastoring, I had a job. I was working and pastoring. So in that season, I didn't now have the time to study. But you see, the reservoir had been filled with the time. Who knows the season that is coming after this holiday? There might be a, it might be a season of no time. So this season might be a season to fill up. Praise the Lord. Yes, watch a few movies, you know, just to help you, you know, have perspective since you're not going out of your house and all of that. But this Bible, this book of the law, shall not depart from your mouth. You shall what? Meditate on it how many times? Uh-huh. Not just it's, it, online on Wednesday, online on Sunday is not enough. You didn't hear? Mm-hmm. It's not enough. You will go deep. Why? There is a plan. You see, praise the Lord. I, I, don't, I don't know how to ex- express this thing to somebody. God is not in heaven, you know, 
meeting with uh, NCDC. They're not holding meetings. Say, what do we do about this COVID-19? He knows everything. This is world. Some people argue, did God send it? Did the devil send it? It doesn't matter. It's his world. Praise the Lord. Did Satan afflict Job or did God afflict Job? It doesn't matter. But God set the limits. Praise the Lord. And who determined when it started? It was God. Who determined when it stopped? It was God. So who is the messenger? It's not our business. All we're saying is that we know who is in control. Who is running the world? Our father. What should I occupy myself with? I should occupy myself in knowing him so I can enjoy his world. That's why we sang that, my Jesus, my... He said, nothing compares to the promise that I have in you. It doesn't matter what may be failing. As long as God does not fail me, I'm standing. Praise the Lord, somebody. Praise Jesus. So this is what it is. And quickly, I just want to do one. Come with me to Psalm 1. We'll just look at it. Because these are the simple truths in the word of God that men should hold on to in times like this. We'll read through and then we'll just make a few commentaries and we'll pray. This is the time to ask yourself, is this me? Someone from verse 1. So I called it back to the basics. Let's read if you're watching online. It says, blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful. But his delight is in the law of the Lord, and in his law he meditates day and night. He shall be like a tree, planted by the rivers of water, that brings forth his fruit in its season, whose leaf also shall not wither, and whatever he does shall prosper. For, says the ungodly are not so, but are like the chaff which the wind drives away. Therefore the ungodly shall not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous, For the Lord knows the way of the righteous. The Lord knows where you are now. He knows where you are. He knows where we are. He knows that our country doesn't have up to 500 ventilators. Praise the Lord. He knows that public transport, you know, is five people in one tiny car. Praise God. He knows the way of the righteous. But the way of the ungodly shall what? So the promise is for a select people. Now the good news is that that select people, God's arms are open wide. He's calling everybody to come in there. For God so loved the world that was. He gave his only begotten that whosoever should believe in him should not perish. Brothers, sisters, friends, family, everyone. This is a time to take God seriously. From verse 1 he says, blessed is the man, not blessed is the church. You see, throughout the Bible, the simple truth of singular salvation is clear. For God so loved the world. He didn't say if the world believes in him. He said for one. Out of this world. One by one. Whosoever. Blessed is the man. Not blessed is the congregation. Not even blessed is the family. Someone was reminding us recently. He said he told the children. That God has no grandchildren. I think we learned that in um, one of the discipleship groups. God has no grandchildren. God doesn't have. You know you believe then your cousin is. No. Blessed is the man. Blessed is the man. Blessed. Who is this blessed man? Who does not work in the cancer of the ungodly? This man, is, he hears the cancer of the ungodly. He refuses to work in it. He rejects it. Now we learned sometime recently about the spiritual man and the carnal man. This cancer of the ungodly may not be terrible, but is ungodly. It may not even be illegal, but it's ungodly. Praise the Lord. Like our sister was reminding us on Sunday. Feminism. It might make sense. 
You know, a lot of men are passing through a lot of challenges. So most women have become financially empowered. And, you know, the gifts of God to the women by reason of technology and all of that is becoming very apparent in our world. But it does not deny the godly pattern God has set. The Bible tells us of a Deborah. Deborah was a prophetess. She was a mother. She was a judge. She was a wife. She was not all of that. And they say she's not a wife. Praise the Lord. There is no woman that can attain higher than that. With all of that, she says she was a wife. Which means when she came home, Uncle Lapi was the guy in the house. Praise the Lord. Who does not work in the cancer of the ungodly? So, brothers and sisters, you're watching, I beg you, in this time, don't work in the cancer of the ungodly. Whoever you are, you don't. Not stand in the path of sinners. What's the path of sinners? The direction they go, the TV stations they watch, you know, the channels they tune to, the online programs they follow. You can't do that. This blessedness won't be your own. You can't claim it. Praise the Lord. You can't. It won't work. Nor sits in the seat of this comfort. Recently, there's been a lot of, you know, attack and confrontation on the church. And I don't blame those who have no faith in God when they do all, all of that. But you see, the person that is claiming Psalm 91 and the next day you're insulting church. Which, which, which thing you want? Praise the Lord. No, what do you really want? The Bible says, nor sits in the seat of discomfort. There are some people who are expecting that in Nigeria is the church that will build hospitals. is the church that will build roads. But when their politicians come, they are hailing them. You don't pay tax to church. Oh. Their problem is that people pay tithes and offerings to church. Tithe and offering is voluntary. I don't think there's any pastor that's gone on the road and helped people and say, come and pay offering to me or tithe. Is it possible? No, but tax is by force. So if it's by force, by force. If it's by will, then you should let the people who are paying to make the demands they should make on their whoever is asking them. Praise the Lord. For me, I don't think tithe and offering is an issue because it won't take you neither to heaven. It's not what it's about. The Bible says, what shall a man give in exchange for his soul? Praise the Lord. We are about your soul. The owner of the soul is able to provide for his work. But it's your heart that is revealed in who and whether you give. What I'm talking about is the people who have problems with it. It's not your money. It's not your church. But then you want divine protection. Which combination do you want? It reminds me of the story many years ago. How many of us remember that in the university, you don't eat uh, egusi soup now. When you go to eat, you say, Madam, egusi and okra. Mix, Abby. What are the combinations? What was the most popular one? Sorry? Those two. Egusi and okra are the most popular. So one day, one boy went somewhere and said, Madam, 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 um, yes, uh, whatever it is, Gary, egusi and okra. The woman said, your mother, does she mix egusi and okra? Eh? <laughs> Is there anybody in their house that mixes egusi and okra? Because you come to Mama Put, you want, I'm not. <laughs> you know, it's in your house. Praise the Lord. So it says, nor sits in the seat of discomfort. If you want to be a believer, be a believer. Be a believer. One of the things that happened to me, I've shared with us here, when I had that experience of salvation that the Spirit of God captured me, I didn't change my life immediately. Nothing really changed. But I noticed that anywhere people spoke against born-again Christians, I couldn't talk. 
Because I'd experienced it. Anywhere they said, all oh, these church people, all these people, I could no longer talk. I would be quiet or I would sneak out. Because something had happened inside of me. But before then, I say, yes, don't mind them. They're all hypocrites. And but now you and I know that they're not all hypocrites. Praise the Lord. They are doctors. They are quack doctors. There is a pilot recently. I think a pilot for one of the um, airlines for Saudi Arabia. Who was a drunkard. He had been flying for some time before they found out. You may have even been on one of his flights. So are all pilots drunkards? No. Praise the Lord. As long as we're in this world. What did Jesus say? He said let the wheat and the tares grow together. But for you to occupy. Take your Facebook and everything is pastor, pastors. Church, 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 church. You are sitting in the seat of the scornful. You cannot claim Psalm 91. Blessed is the man who does not walk in the counsel of the ungodly. You cannot plot with them. And then come to the righteous God for protection. The protection of God is for the righteous. He said, who shall ascend to the hill of the most? He says, he that had what? Clean hands. Pure heart. He's not lifted his heart to idols. Praise the Lord. Let's not spread false hope. Because now everybody's calling on God. Pray for me, pray for me. I told you many years ago, someone invited me to pray for him. He was, um, he, he was being made a son or something. And I got up and I said, I'm going to pray. But before I pray, I'm going to talk to you. Because I'm not a magician. Neither am I a native doctor. You know, it's a native doctor that does not tell you first what they want of you. Until you say what you want. When you say what you want, then they can negotiate how much, you know, whether it's white cow or white chicken. Because your life doesn't matter to the devil. He wants your soul there. But when you come to God, he says, repent and be converted. At what? Times of refreshing may come. So I had to say to them, before I pray, if you're going to do this, make sure you judge righteously. Make sure you say the truth. Make sure you won't be carried away with it. And then now let me pray that God will bless this profession. Praise the Lord. If I go down and shout, hey God, will I follow you to bless you? Is it not the righteous God that blesses? Praise the Lord. But this is what the word of God says. God is a person. He has a nature. He has his, inter- he has his name. He says, if exalted is what above all his names. He says, God will not be without witness. He will not do things. And the man can accuse him. Do you know Job tried to accuse God? What are we talking about? We can't present a God that men will say, look at you. Look at you. When is this person you do as if uh, adultery is no longer adultery? Nobody can say that to God. Satan said to him, does Job fear God for nothing? God said, I will prove to you that Job fears me for nothing. So someone, for every one of us in this season, we will not walk in the counsel of the ungodly in Jesus' name. We will not stand in the path of sinners in Jesus' name. We will not sit in the seat of the scornful in the name of Jesus. Verse 2 says, but his delight is what? In the law of the Lord. And in his law he meditates day and night. This is where we are to be. And they said to Joshua, when you do this, you will have good success. You have good success. Why will you have good success when you do this? You and God can cooperate. The Bible says, can two walk together unless what? They be agreed. Some people want to walk with God, but they don't want to agree with you. They want God to agree with them. God says, no. You meditate on my word. You spend time. You know my heart. You know what I'm thinking. And then we are going to walk together. His delight is in the law of the Lord. My prayer for you and I is that this season, we will delight in the law of the Lord. We will wake up thinking. We will long for him. The psalmist said, as the deer pants 
for the water broke. So my soul longs after you. Let that be what we'll do. We have a lot of free time. It's intentional. Let's not waste it. Meditate that night. It said, when that is done, verse 3, it says, he shall be like a tree planted by the rivers of water that brings forth its fruit when? In its season. Every season, you'll bring forth the fruit that you should bring. Praise the Lord. I saw something, it was a joke, but it may not be a joke. Many things in that line. One of them was the man in Spain, many of us would have seen it, who refused to stay at home. The man said he would rather have COVID-19 than the wife. Is worse than COVID-19. You know, the man said it's not that, that's, uh, you know, quarantining ourself. It's not working for him. He was working on the street. They interviewed him. He said he's not staying. Another one I saw was they said um, robbery, zero. Cast snatching, zero. This one, zero. They said domestic fights, 7,000. <laughs> you see what is happening now? Because some of these external things have created avenues for people to mask real problems they had. The husbands that use shoe and bag to settle their commitments to their wives, they can't use shoe and bag now. They have to sit at home. Do you understand what is happening? Praise the Lord. It says we'll bring forth his fruit when? In its every season, you'll bring forth the fruit. When it's time to carry bag and travel and go to work, you will do that in righteousness. When it's time to sit at home one week, with your children, you will squat and start playing Ludo with them. Are you getting what I'm saying? That's what he said. Every season, you'll be able to bring forth fruit. Why? Because you see, you're working according to manufacturer's programming. Nothing is malfunctioning. Let me help us. How many of us drove old cars? We're too young, we won't understand. Do you know what is brake and quench in car? Many of you won't know. Let me tell you, what break and quench is, is it? You see, break and quench is not a problem, only in traffic. As long as you're on the express firing the car, break and, nobody will tell the difference between break and quench and a brand new car. Where the problem is, is where traffic stops you. Those days when I see traffic man, I'll be considering, should I run him over? Because, and the car I was driving then had a combination problem. It was break and quench and heart starting. So if it stopped, you had to look for help. <laughs> you understand? But if you're on the express, nobody will know. That's what is happening. There are inherent problems that are coming out now. Some people that used to have escapes, wives that used to say, they go shop, they go shop. Then she'll gossip from morning till night. Now you and your husband, you will gossip to him. But if you have meditated on the word day and night, every season, you will bring forth fruit. I pray that will be your portion. Every season you will enjoy it. Praise the Lord. So it goes on and it says, The ungodly, it says, Whatever it does shall prosper. Look at four. The point I want to bring out and we'll close tonight is that let's be careful. Let's present the truth now. Verse 4 says, The ungodly are not so. The ungodly are not so. And the good news is that nobody needs to remain amongst the ungodly. His mercies are new every morning. And you and I are called to be what? Reconcilers. He has committed the ministry of reconciliation, not ministry of pacification. There are two different things. You know that thing they call pacifier, they give babies. So the baby thinks he's eating. Maybe that's why sometimes when they grow, they are very angry. The baby is, you give, the baby is sucking, sucking. Praise the Lord. Let's rise on our feet. Father, we thank you. The ungodly are not so.
They are not so. So in this season, we'll continue to pray. We'll continue to go deeper so that we can bring forth fruit. We will scan the atmosphere. What is the Lord saying? God is not surprised with where we are now. Neither as a world, as a nation, as a church. The church is not under any form of attack. It's in the plan. Abraham did not have a fellowship he was attending. Joseph had none. Daniel had none. Maybe this is the time that some mighty men will arise. Maybe this is the time that some people will have revelations. God will speak to them. The word of God, thank God, is available to us. Father, we are thanking you. Father, we are thanking you. He said, lift up your eyes. Look up. Let us pray that our hearts will be lifted. Our eyes will be lifted. That you'll be able to download what the Spirit is saying to you now. As a church. Brethren, this season I know will not continue. In fact, the Lord said, tell them this is a time to rest. Yes. It's a Sabbath. Some sort of Sabbath. But it's also time to relate with me. It's a time to pray, to sing, to listen. Some of us can, that song, you can bring songs, melodies from your heart. Offering, lifting it up to the Lord. And he said it's a season of recreation. You imagine, you dream. You come out dreaming again. You come out reloaded. You come out lifted. You step back. Praise the Lord. You step back and you hear God again. You speak to God again. You tarry with God again. You lay off, you know, the weight that you have carried. He said, come to me, all you that labor and are heavy laden. At least now you can sit at his feet and say to the Lord, I cast my cares and bodies unto you. For I know you care for me. I surrender to you, Lord. You are my Lord. This is a time to allow him to be your God. To be your Lord. To be your God. Yes, Lord, I want you to be my God. I surrender. I humble myself. That's what we say to him. I humble myself. I bring myself to you. Lord, the world is confused. The mighty men are cast down. The intelligent don't know what to do. But I know you are God. You know what to do. You know what to do. You know what to do. Tell him you are my God. You are the one who is wise. Lord, I want to walk in sync with you. Yes, I don't want to miss the steps. God is doing something. That's all I have to say. God is doing something. God is doing something. God is doing something now. Lord, I want to walk in sync with you. When this wave, when this wind is come and gone, Lord, I want to look back and see that I walk step by step with you. That I walked in sync with you. Father, I'm thanking you. My eyes are lifted. You are good God. You are good God. You are good God. You are good God. You said to the disciples, why are you afraid, oh you of little faith? Lord, I increase my faith. I will not be afraid. I will not be fearful. I will not be fearful. Because I know that the things that cannot be shaken will abide. And that is what matters. Your faithfulness I will see. Your protection I will see. Concerning the plague, Lord, you will hide us in the secret of your tabernacle. Yes, Lord, you will keep us because we have set our love on you. Our eyes are set on you. You are God. You are the keeper. You are the one who watches over us. You neither sleep nor do you slumber. You are more than able to keep us. You are dependable God. You are reliable God. You said you will set us on high because we have known your name. We call you and you answer us. You be with us in trouble. You deliver us and you honor us. You are God. You are our king. You are our maker. We worship you. We worship you. Call on him. Tell him Lord I surrender. I surrender. I'm not ashamed that I didn't know what to do. 
But Lord, now I look to you. You said if any man lacks wisdom, let him ask. Lord, I come to you. I have time in my hands. Or maybe I have a problem. For somebody that is watching, your business is being, your finances are terribly affected by this situation. Tell him, Lord, you promise that you will not allow me to be tempted beyond what I can bear. Lord, direct me. What should I do? There is a wisdom for this hour. There is a wisdom for this hour. There is a wisdom. Listen to me. With God, you can never suffer loss. He never allows his own. You cannot suffer. You cannot lose. It might be a time of dryness, but there is going to be an abundance. There will be a provision. When the brook dried up, God made another provision for the prophet. You're a child of God. If there is any place that is drying up, be rest assured that knowing that God is going to direct you. He's going to speak. He's going to bring inspiration. You're going to hear things. You're going to see things. He's going to work it out. Just know that. Know that he's a good, good father. He's a good, good God. He's a wonderful God. Father, we thank you. Lord will bless you. Lord will bless you. Lord will bless you. Indeed, we claim that scripture. Yes, you said it to us. He that dwells in your sacred place will abide under the shadow of the Most High. Lord, we thank you for you are our refuge. You are our God. You are our fortress. You are everything to us. Surely you deliver us from the snare of the fowler. Surely from the perilous pestilence. You deliver your people from COVID-19. In the name of Jesus Christ. And under your wings will take refuge. We bless you, O Lord. Your truth is our shield and our buckler. We will not be afraid of the terror by night, nor of the arrow that flies by day, nor of the pestilence that walks in darkness, nor of the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may indeed fall at our side, and ten thousand by our right hand side. But it shall not come near us. Only with our eyes shall we look and see the reward of the wicked. Why? Because we are the righteousness of God in Christ Jesus. You have saved us. You have covered us with the blood of your son. Father, we thank you. We have made you the Lord, the most high of refuge. So no evil will come near our dwelling place. In the name of Jesus Christ. Father, we give you the praise. We give you praise. And Lord, we pray for our world. You know we are here. We pray. Let men call on you. Let men call on you. Let men call on you. Lord, we don't know how. But we pray, let there be a rising of faith. Let men look to their maker. Let them search. Let them ask. Jesus, reveal yourself. In the name of Jesus. We bind the wicked one. Who's blinded the minds and understanding of people. Lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ will shine. We say, eyes be opened. In the name of Jesus. We pray for a release and deliverance of those that are having claiming false hope without fearing God. The Bible says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of wisdom. Let's pray that in this season there will be a genuine fear of God. An honoring of God. A worshipping of God. In spirit and in truth. In the name of Jesus Christ. Lord we give you the praise. Blessed be your name. And for our nation we say thank you. You are God that hears and answers prayers. You are God that always does for us exceedingly abundantly. Above all that we could ask or imagine. Lord, we have lifted up our cry to you on behalf of our nation. Even before COVID-19. And we say, show us mercy. Let the bloodshed stop. Let the injustice stop. Let the nepotism stop. Let all of that stop. Let the poverty end. Let there be peace all over the land. Let there be safety all over the land. Let there be love all over the land. 
in the name of Jesus Christ. Lord, we thank you for we know you here. For you have promised that you will not allow us to be tempted beyond what we can bear. Thank you for a way, O oh Lord. And concerning this plague, O oh Lord, Lord, you are God. We say raise a standard against it. Lord, you know and we know that we have nothing to withstand this. You saved us in the time of Ebola. Save us again. In the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. In Jesus Christ's name we pray. Praise the Lord. You've been listening to a message by Pastor Ike Naokeke of the Father's Church. We are sure you've been blessed. We invite you to worship with us at Eden Center, Banex Guarimpa Expressway, near Next Kashinkari, Abuja. For telephone 09-290-9000 or 0703-1588404. You can find us online at www www.thefatherschurchonline.org God bless you.